welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about Overlord, Homecoming, Bohemian Rhapsody, Nobody's Fool, Nutcracker, and the Four Realms, <laughs> and Can You Ever Forgive Me? This is too much. I tried to balance it out for the ones you have seen and haven't seen. Let's make it quick. Don't do that. <laughs> with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. What's up? What's a kitten checklist? That's when we got Ollie. Oh. Okay. He needs to go get his shots and stuff. Let's take him now. <laughs> What's going on? Nothing. We just came back from McDonald's. How was life? It's good. Did you just hear my stomach yeah, it's gurgle? A, it's a... It's a... <laughs> um, it's good. Anything to report? My mom evacuated from a fire. I know. Pretty crazy. It's like... Stuff like that is so crazy because it's, you're like, that never can happen. I mean, think, they had the shooting. That was four days ago. Around the corner from her house, and then two days later, she had to evacuate. What's going on? To Thousand Oaks, specifically. But, obviously, also to everywhere in general. It's terrible and very scary. Yeah. How contained is it as of now? Last time I checked, it was 10% Yeah, that's why I saw today. But the winds are supposed to be bad tonight. So, I don't know. All of Calabasas is evacuated. Or the Kardashians? Apparently. We'll see. Yeah. The first thing we're going to talk about is, did you have anything else you wanted to say about your life or anything? No. I can't believe it's already Sunday again. I know. It literally, I know a week ago Alex was here. Dang. But that also feels like a month ago. Right. Patrick's birthday. That was fun. That place was cool. I could not believe we went to this place called Button Mash. I just ran out of breath. There's yeah. a helicopter. Can you hear it? Oh, they're probably going to drop water on our house right <sighs> now. Don't say that. Um, and it's like a, it's like an arcade. Yeah. It reminded me of Tron. That yeah. That movie Tron where he goes into the arcade. The best part was that everything was one token. Yeah, the games were cheap. The food was maybe like $3 too much. But AK the, the can was $3, which I'll never forget. <laughs> Diet Coke. Yeah, I learned my lesson quickly. But it was good. Reese is still eating that rice. That's gross. She ate some yesterday and she ate some today. I was like, it's probably that's probably time to put that up to pasture. That was a lot of fun for Patrick's birthday. It, it was, was a lot, a lot of, fun. of fun. It was just sad I had to work. Patrick, you had fun? Yeah. He was disappointed. He's never co-hosted the podcast with us. But I said you're on it every single week. Yeah, exactly. You're like this... The Gelman. Yeah, I thought y'all keep going. Oh my gosh. The Gelman, uh, that's perfect. We're gonna have Heather and Leanne. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, and we're gonna definitely have Julie. Oh, I'll just go kill myself. Thank you. But we just have to plot. Like, we, we, we can talk about this in another oh, time. Oh, that's fun. You know what I mean? Because like, I want people to be able to talk about like what we're talking about. Yeah. So yeah. But most people also don't see the quantity of things that we do, though. And, but they got to that week. If they want to be on, Heather, Leanne, Julie, listen. Right. You have to go watch the films. Right. Which they went to the movies yesterday. My brightness is really bright. Okay, the first thing we're going to talk about is Overlord. Overlord is like, a, um, it kind of reminded me of like Resident Evil. Yeah. Like very video game-esque. Um, it was produced by J.J. Abrams. I thought it was based on something. You said no. Yeah, but now that you say it, I'm like, maybe... Patrick, it... is that based on something? Nothing I know of, no. So it's about uh, these 
soldiers in world world war two or as i always say war war two and when you just gurgle it from like you're from the south world world war two and they are in france, france. and they go down from a plane i'm talking oh am i talking too loud they're on a plane you're they, still talking the same when they go on a, they go on a plane they get shot up they have to drop down and they basically stumble upon this like mad scientist lab a laboratory that ha- that is creating like zombies or like creatures a 1000 year army as they say exactly. 500 times exactly i think honestly that that was a real theory that they thought they could do Oh. I don't know, obviously, to the extent that they played it out, but I think that was something that Hitler wanted to do, was to have, like, an army that could last for eternity. Yeah. It stars Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's son. Right. Russell. Huh? Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell. Mm-hmm. It stars... That's it. <laughs> the guy from Brooklyn. Yes, he was great. Every Cohen? No, the other one, the brother, or, like, the friend. And... A new guy. Other people. Yeah, the main guy, I was like, he seems so familiar, and he was great. He carried the movie very well, but I just didn't know who he was. It was kind of shocking. It was very... not at all what I expected. It was sort of what I expected. Very campy, very shoot-em-up, bang-bang. It was like, uh, you know I love a movie where they just go around killing everybody. Mm -hmm. You know I wanted everybody dead at the end. I thought for a second that that was going to happen. Um, but it's one of those movies, like, you're. Just, it should have come out before Halloween. Yeah. It would have been a great counter-programming moment for Halloween the movie, which has made, like, $160 million or something crazy. Because this one's still kind of spooky. Yeah, it's, it's a horror movie. And very gory, which yeah. is fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guy, like, throws his neck backwards. Yeah. I mean, it's nuts. Right. We were literally the whole movie with our mouth open. Also, like, ten people got up in the middle of the movie. <laughs> And just, like, left. Two of which came back, but, like, many of which did not come back. <laughs> right. And I was weird. like, is this just not your genre? Or right. I mean, how did you see the commercial and think it wasn't going to be that? The title is literally, like, blood spattered. Splattered. I guess so. It says horror. You know, it's like Flash's words. Yeah. It's, a whole, it's like horror, gore, yeah. like a- <laughs> anger, rage, all this mess like that. That's true. All I kept thinking was I could never be a soldier. No. Knock on wood. I know. This is plaster. I pray to God I do not have to go to war. We'd get killed in one second. Oh, I mean, we wouldn't. I wouldn't even make it out of America. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I literally would die of basic training. I don't know. I would snap in half. I just... Happy Veterans Day. I, literally. Literally. We don't even get paid time and a half tomorrow. Thank God I'm not working. I you were work. off today and yesterday. I worked on the weekend. Um, anything else you want to say about it? No, I loved it. It's a fun movie, but if you don't like blood and guts, don't go. Yeah. The next thing we're going to talk about is Homecoming, which is Amazon's newest show starring Julia Roberts. The main guy, I don't know his name. Who's Walter Cruz. The manager. Bobby Cannavale. Mm -hmm. How do you say his name, Patrick? Cannavale. Who Leanne always says is the hardest working man in show business. Literally, he's in everything. Hong Chow from Downsizing in her return from since Downsizing. And she's the best part of the entire show. She pops in one scene. Um, 
it's one of those things where everybody is familiar. The guy from Star is Born. The gar- guy from Star is Born. Uh, the guy from Shameless. What's her face? From Smilf. Right. It's like all people you've you have seen or I've seen. Y'all might not have. It's about. You're yelling, I guess. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm getting excited. <laughs> First of all, it stars Julia Roberts. That's the end of it. No. It could have very easily been a movie. Oh, yeah. And I kept thinking, this would have been a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I understand, like, it works for a series, but I, it would have been a good movie. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, it's, it's ten episodes, and they're only half an hour. And it's a drama, so I was sold. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's filmed very much like a Hitchcock movie. It's a lot of, like, shapes, and they do a lot of, like, camera trickery, and, like, the music is very, like... A caper film, sort of. Mm-hmm. There's definitely like a campy element to it that I appreciated because it could have been not that interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a long. It's a very slow burn for like five episodes, but then the last five, it's worth it. It's based on a podcast. It's based on a podcast, and the podcast and the way that we describe it really doesn't sound a whole lot like the show. Kind of, but yeah, not entirely. But it's about this. It's about a homecoming it's called home like a place called homecoming exactly where they take people coming straight out of war and sort of like prepare them to go back into the real world exactly that's all we'll say you have to watch it to know the rest because there's various yes layers and levels to what is going on julia roberts is fantastic in it Mm -hmm. she plays julia roberts but it serves her very well she gets to do everything. She gets to joke around. She gets to smile and do her face that we all like. Mm-hmm. But she also, like, has a meltdown. She's goes through peaks, valleys, wig after wig after wig that are all so bad. I just don't understand why she needs to be in a wig. Right. Why did she need to have bangs? Right. Like, who cares? Just let her be her normal hair for at least half We should also say you watched the show. I've just listened to the podcast. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know that I'll really, go back. I don't think you will. No. no when, first of all, what podcasts do you listen to? None. I listened to Dak Shepard, and that literally, I felt like my life was ending. I listened to so much of it in like two days. I was like, I cannot listen to any more of this. And I'm sorry, I have to be listening to Christmas music. You can spare yourself like an hour. No, if I, only, I don't have an hour. Anyway, <laughs> the podcast is great. The podcast has Catherine Keener, Oscar Isaac. Honestly, more famous people than the show does. Well, the show has um, Julia Roberts, which is the A-list of the A-list. And that's where the, all, all the budget went. Do you think Julia Roberts is the greatest movie star of all time? <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. Do you think she's in the top five? No. I can't name a single one off the top of my head besides those Gary Marshall movies and Funny Woman. She's not in Funny Woman. Or whatever woman. it's Pretty called. Woman. Pretty Woman. <laughs> Funny Woman. Patrick, would you say that Julia Roberts is the biggest movie star of all time? Absolutely. You wouldn't say top five? Oh, top five, certainly, yes. Y'all are so shady. Anyway, it's fantastic. I recommend it to everybody, no matter what you like. Who is the... It's probably, like, Vin Diesel. No, of all time? No, the biggest movie star of all time, I'd probably say, is, like, Brad Pitt. Or Tom Cruise. I would put Julia in that, no. The Rock. The Rock would be higher than him, and he is not of all time. He's, like, of the last two years. The Rock? Yeah. You know how Burt Reynolds... I know. Don't... I haven't forgotten. And The Tooth Fairy. 
You know how Burt Reynolds was, like, the biggest movie star for, like, five years? Did you read about all that? No. Back in the day, they used to make a big deal of, like, the biggest box office star per year. It was, like, something that was, like, wild, like widely reported. And he was it for, like, five years in a row. But, like, if you think about his life, that was a very small window of his life. He was, like, the it movie star for, like, five years. Yeah. That's exactly how The Rock is. He's in his moment. And in a couple years, we won't be talking about The Rock. I pray. I think we will. I hope not. It's like, well, what were we watching today? Oh, the trailer for Bumblebee and John Cena sitting there. And I was like, are you just like supposed to be an act? Like, are you an actor now in film? Like, this is your path? I got it in Trainwreck and sort of in the other one, Blockers or whatever. Mm. But like, you're not an actor. Like, what are you doing here? The Rock paved the way. Yeah. And look, we got Skyscraper and Rampage. What a way he paved. Next, we're going to talk about Bohemian. Do you have anything else to say about Homecoming? Listen to the podcast. One thing I will say that I really like about watching things on Amazon Prime is that if you click the screen while the scene is going on, it lists all of the actors in the scenes and the music that's playing. Ooh, that's interesting. I really like that. I only know that because I only watch things on my phone, <laughs> which is embarrassing. Not the way anything is supposed to be experienced other than the housewives. Um... Okay, next we're going to talk about Bohemian Rhapsody, starring Remy Malek, Mike Myers of Austin Powers fame, lit in a similar wig and prosthetic as he was in Austin Powers, and probably some other people that I can't name. It's about Freddie Mercury and Queen. Didn't it, see it. You didn't want to, did you? No, I, the train, the, the, it was so corny from the first second of the trailer playing. Yeah. I was like, I'm not watching this. It's, and okay. the dentures. It's not, like oh, the teeth, literally. The prosthetic teeth. It's on. not a good movie, but it was, I can enjoy it. If you want to go, like, see a movie that's like, it's like watching a Hallmark movie. It's very, like, celebratory of Queen. They play all the hits. He acts the story out in a very light, fluffy way, even though it's super heavy and like he dies of like dies of AIDS, or like they talk about that. Yes, but like very lightly, and they made the fact that he had this woman that he was very close with and was like sort of the love of his life that he quoted off a lot a very large part of the story. It was almost like they tried to play down the gay part, which I thought was just bizarre, like on every level because. That's, like, one of the five things that makes him a unique, like, rock star of that time. But he wasn't out, was he? No, but he was with a man, like, for the majority of his life. But not publicly. But it's not about his public life. It's about his private life. <laughs> but nobody knows him as that. Yeah. So I understand. Yeah, I don't know. It just felt like they were sort of, like, glazing over that. Like, the guy who he spent, like, the last, like, ten years of his life with was in the movie for, like, two scenes. Of course, you think about it, they were trying to make it a global movie. Yeah. You and Exactly, I mean? that's what I'm saying, yeah. But I thought it was fun for what it was. I felt bad for Rami Malek because he was trying to be, like, a real actor, and there just was not a script there for that. And I will say about the teeth. Mm -hmm. Yes, Freddie Mercury had big teeth, but... He was more, he wasn't, obviously he was skinny, or he was like a fit man, but his face wasn't gaunt the same way that Rami Malek's is. So Rami Malek looked like a goat. He looked nuts. He never looked like a genuine human with like very big teeth. He looked like, I have this thing in my mouth that I'm trying to talk around and I'm not doing very well. 
<laughs> he could easily get nominated for an Oscar, though. I hope not. I really hope not, but worse things have happened. Um, yeah. But again, if you like that kind of movie, like a feel-good, musical, that kind of movie, if you like The Greatest Showman, go see this. Yikes. <laughs> I know, what a comparison. <laughs> Okay, next we're going to talk about, very quickly, Nobody's Fool, starring Tiffany Haddish and Whoopi Goldberg. It's Tyler and Amber Riley from Glee. And the main girl, who I cannot remember her name. Patrick, what's that girl's name? She's in a million movies, and I can never remember her name. Anyway, it's really basically an excuse to have Tiffany Haddish in a movie, in a Tyler Perry movie. I applaud Tyler Perry for getting her... The same way I applauded him for getting um, Taraji P. Henson earlier in the year because it elevates his brand in some way and makes it not just like he's making Medea movies over and over. It's probably the worst movie I've ever seen. One of the worst movies I've absolutely ever seen. Worse than Proud Mary. Worse than Proud Mary. And also, I told Alana in the car, I said, it is very sad to me that the two movies that I can say are like the worst movies of the year, easily off the top of my head, are both like strong independent black women films Mm -hmm. but it's like sorry you have i mean y'all need to be picking better material everybody needs to be picking better material that's the reality of it it's not good tiffany haddish is funny but she's burning out so quickly to me the one we saw with kevin hart Mm -hmm. night school was terrible Mm -hmm. this or that was at least like passable like a c this is like an (laughs) fff it was like her part which was literally pointless not the plot of the movie by any Mm. means was literally to stand there and shout tiffany haddish jokes like at the top of her lungs for like literally (laughs) two hours 50 percent of which worked this is funnier than the movie and 50 percent of which did not right because that's the nature of jokes that's honestly what i've never liked about her yeah but at least in night school, she the thing is, here's the thing. She's not, she is not, the person I really compare her the closest to is like Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. The difference is Amy Schumer is an actress. <coughs> Bless Excuse you. me, goodness. Or like can pull off acting in some sort of capacity. Tiffany Haddish is a comedian who knows how to shout jokes, some of which are really funny. And lit- like, I think she's very funny. Mm-hmm. And in Girls Trip, I thought, because she was such a smaller part, I thought she was funny the whole movie. This, it was like... Every third joke, I was like, this is terrible. Also, the last, like, 30 minutes turned into some, like, catfish story that they dropped halfway through the movie. And then, all of a sudden, the last 30 minutes, they were like, oh, wait, this movie's about being catfished. It had Neve and Max from Catfish in it. Are you kidding? And Yebba has a song in the movie. And they said, so-and-so and Yebba. And then Yebba wasn't there, just the guy who sings with her. And then when it got to her part, they faded out and went to another scene, and you just heard Yebba singing. I was about to scream. I thought, oh, my gosh, Yebba is in this movie. She's not, but she sounded good. Um, yeah, it was terrible. Tiffany had, I mean, she, it's just like Kevin Hart. It's just like Will Ferrell. It's like you, Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. It's like you can only hit that note so many times and still be good. Right. And her problem is, is like her range is so small. Mm-hmm. And it didn't do well. So, I don't know. Rethink your strategy. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of hers anyway, um, so I'm not rooting for her. And, yeah. And... 
Uh, next, we're going to talk about Nutcracker in the Four Realms, which I literally could talk about for one minute. It wasn't good. Don't go see it. The Nutcracker is not a movie that needs to be told in film form. It's a beautiful dance. It's very cool. The music is very cool. But, like, it just doesn't... It's There's no story there for a movie. It doesn't make any sense. They tried to make it like Chronicles of Narnia. The difference is the Chronicles of Narnia has a plot and a story. They tried to bake something up. Everybody was terrible. The makeup was insane. The main girl was not strong enough to carry a whole movie, and it was, like, two hours long. Actually, it wasn't that long. It's like, an hour and 45, and I was bored to tears. <laughs> and I love Christmas movies, and it was barely that. It was very bad. And, I'm yeah, and the worst part of the entire movie is the beginning. She's following a string upstairs into a man's home, seeing where it goes. I thought, this probably isn't appropriate. What? Um, also, Morgan Freeman was in it, which I found to be problematic on a lot of levels. Because <laughs> um, his entire plot is like him and a little girl. I was like, oh, okay. Um, next, we're going to talk about Can You Ever Forgive Me? Starring Melissa McCarthy. What's the guy's name? Oh, I forgot. He was on Girls. Jemima's, like, rehab buddy. Mm-hmm. Jessa, I mean. It's a true story about this woman named Lee Israel in the early 90s. Who was an, uh, she was a biographer. Is that the right word? Mm -hmm. And uh, her career had sort of faded. And so she started forging letters of. Like literary icons. Like Fanny Bryce, Dorothy Parker. Marlena Dietrich. uh, Noel Coward. Like these people. And basically was like going and selling them to like collectors. Right. And it's about just sort of her life and her, that unraveling. Exactly. Obsessed with this movie. Yeah. From the first song playing, I was like, oh, this is it. Oh, yeah. It transported me. The only me. part that threw me is that one part where they all of a sudden had a rock song. I, I just <laughs> gurgled. It. Can you hear that in the mic? <laughs> Gross. My stomach gurgled. You sneezed. I'm gurgling. Like, what is going on? I'm so embarrassed. Um, was it loud? I mean, I heard it. Hello. I don't remember the rock song. I don't remember what part it was either. Homecoming had a similar moment where it was all, like all of a sudden it was like, and she's like driving. I was like, what is this? Who picked this? Um, but yeah, it was very good. Melissa McCarthy, you know, she's done a lot of rough ones. Mm-hmm. Tammy, the one this past year. Happy Time Murders. Happy Time Murders. The other one, Life of the Party. Mm-hmm. But like in throughout it all, maybe not Happy Time Murders, but the rest of them. She's always like, you know what I mean? You can, she's still talented. She just isn't picking good material. Right. So it was nice to see her in like a real movie Mm -hmm. that actually had like a real plot and didn't sound like it was written by her. Right. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't. It was a true, I think, vision of like how she should be living her life, you know, as an actor. Exactly. Because, I mean, it was the perfect combination of her being funny, being silly. Yeah. But also being very Yeah, she's very funny. And I don't think the trailer necessarily does a good job of selling that. No. Because it's a comedy. The whole movie, like, start to finish, is a comedy. Yeah. I whistled a little bit. I do that a lot. Um... But I really enjoyed it. Also, yeah. it, the plot, the I do think the trailer gave away, like, two good, many good moments of the movie. Mm-hmm. But the plot was kind of a thin plot. And I thought, so I was like, when it started to get to that, like, hour and a half where I was like, is this about to be boring? Because they had sort of, like, told the story, but mm-hmm. it was not at all. No. It held me the whole time. 
Loved it. I really hope she gets nominated. I think she will. And you know the Oscars love when like people dumb down their looks. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right. And she has like the worst baby powdered wig <laughs> like of all time. She looked insane. Even though all I kept thinking was Lena Dunham had her hair cut like that at one point. Remember? Oh, yeah. And I was like, you just sort of look like Lena Dunham. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very good. I highly recommend it. One, in my top ten for sure. Of the whole year? Mm-hmm. What's number one? I think mid-90s right now. Whoa. Our question of the week comes from Arissa. R-I-S-S-A. Hello. Hey she says, have the Kardashians lost their relevancy? That's a great question because I am recording it. Patrick told me you're like five behind. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm falling behind quite a bit. I think part of the problem is with... A lot, the way the internet breaks, tears apart everything, it's the same way, like, political things, like, really aren't doing that well right now. I think the Kanye thing and just sort of, like, how overexposed they've been for so long is sort of working against them. And also, they don't necessarily have anything going on in their lives. Like, nobody's giving birth. Like, they've all sort of, like, explored those plot lines to such a length that I think people are sort of, like, taking a break. The most recent thing, honestly, was I think just like an episode or two ago when everybody, when they all found out that uh, Chloe's man was cheating on her. Yeah. And that, I think the way they broke that down, like, was cool. And every, I saw it, like, trending on Twitter and stuff. But yeah. Other than that, there's really not a lot. I mean, whatever it was when she got robbed. Yeah. You know, that was, like, such a big thing. Exactly. So they really haven't, obviously, I mean, it would be terrible that that would happen again, but. There hasn't been something to that extreme that has happened to them that makes it kind of fascinating to watch. Exactly. So, like, I think yes and no. I I mean, I can watch them every day. Yeah, and they're not going anywhere. They're signed to E for, like, the rest of their lives. I love them. I do wonder sometimes when that, it will be, when the train will stop. I think in, like, five years. Yeah. I think that, well, first of all, she stays with Kanye West. They'll be famous for their, I mean, they'll all be famous for the rest of time. Yeah. But, like, I just don't think they'll be famous to the extent that they are right now, where, like, people are waiting to see them walk out of their house. Exactly. I mean, maybe. Yeah. It's true. The internet is so obsessed with them that I think that that will carry them even when the show doesn't necessarily carry them. Because, like, right now, like, my mom or your mom or whoever who doesn't necessarily like the Kardashians or watch them, they still sort of know what's going on with them because they're on the news. You know what I mean? They're, like, they've... They're those types of celebrities they talk about, like, on the news. Totally. So I don't think that will last forever. No. Okay. Thank you so much for your question. If you have a question, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Now your song of the week. Um, Nina Cried Power by Hozier. It's not the waking, it's the light. It is the grounding of a foot uncompromising. It's not for going of the light. It's not the opening of eyes. It's not the waking, it's the rise. It's not the shade we should be past. It. It's the light and it's the obstacle that casts it. It's the heat that drives the light. It's the fire it ignites. It's not the waking, it's the rise. It's not the song, it is the singing. It's the heaven of the human spirit. 
very good. And it's kind of, I mean, it was from a hot second ago, but I've been listening to it. I just watched him. I don't know why he was in my um, discovery page Mm -hmm. on, uh, what's it called? Instagram. Because I've never looked him up or don't follow anybody in my mind that's related to him. But I clicked on it because I didn't know who it was. And it was him singing that at BBC. Ooh, and it is it. good. I mean, he has a crazy voice, though. He, like, almost is like a Florence. Yeah. But he sort of still finds the key. Right. Whereas Florence is still doesn't. somewhere in the woods. Right. Um, it's a great EP. Yeah. He's amazing. Love and that. still, take me to church. It's, like, the best song probably of our lives. <laughs> um, oh, wait. I have something to say. About what? My name is Jasmine Masters, and I have something to say. Uh, Did you see the RuPaul list? Mm-hmm. Did you like it? I mean, Latrice Royale is the only reason to watch. Valentina. <laughs> it comes back soon. I know. It's like that Christmas thing, and then the next week is the All-Stars thing. Hang on. Okay. Okay. What happened? It'll, it'll just keep going. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Oh, the Partridge family, you know their song, I Think I Love You. They sing in 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Yes. Sold more copies than Let It Be by the Beatles. Dang. Isn't that wild? That's a lot of copies. Yeah. Okay. My song of the week is Never Enough by Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> I was bold, still too little. These hands could hold the world, but it'll never be enough. Never be enough. For me, cover of the song from the gray showman from that like reimagined thing even though i will say this which i mean the gray showman cd is still in the top 10 which is nuts who's watching that movie like that the original uh, cast yes album? always it's literally if you ever look on itunes it's always in the top 10 you're kidding nope. that must be part like paid placement by who by the record label I don't know but like the hamilton thing that made sense when they did that this feels like oddly late and, uh, yeah, but whatever. She sounds amazing. Please just do the part at the end where she's hitting the high notes. <laughs> she's literally never sounded better. Even though I'm not really into, like, the pop mix of all of it, but she doesn't matter. She sings better than any of it. This week you are looking forward to... The Front Runner. I really want to yes. see it. Yes. It where is that playing? The Arc Light? No idea. Also that movie, Border... I want to see this week. Okay, I thought it was something else. I just saw the actual trailer for it yesterday. I will go with you. <laughs> yeah. That'll look good. Yeah. And bizarre. I'm looking forward to seeing Nicole Kidman on Tuesday. Oh, right. We're not going to that. I'm not going to your Casper Thanksgiving. Everybody loses. I think Nicole Kidman is far too Well, I have to get in. Than eating some food. Oh, that's true. You know, it's don't wish for me not to get in. <laughs> I, I saw it wash over your face. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, he won't get in. Who cares? <laughs> 
You are such a bad friend. I just know that sometimes those types of things. A hundred percent of the time, it doesn't work out. Work I'm gonna waste my whole day off standing there in my shorts. You're off to, Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, but then I won't be off again till like next Thursday. So don't get excited or like talk about how my life is so charmed. <laughs> and finally, your gooper of the week. I don't know that I have one. Okay, this is a week and some change old, but we didn't talk about goobers last week. They're doing Rent Live. Okay. Vanessa Hudgens is Maureen. Right. Do I need to explain any further? It should have been Beanie Feldstein or someone. It should have been someone who can sing. <laughs> I understand Vanessa. I don't I don't really get her appeal and how she keeps popping up into stuff. But I do get it because she has a big social media following. Yeah. She sort of balances that thing of being like a young person and actually being an adult adult. yeah so she can like flow into a lot of places but she didn't sound very good in the hairspray thing or in the grease thing when she was rizzo Mm -hmm. she should never have been that part and this she like i don't know if you've ever seen rent if you're listening to this or if you've ever heard ig menzel sing her part in rent but like those are real songs like that require like a real singer. And I'm not shading Vanessa Hudgens. God bless her. She was great in High School Musical. Three. And whatever that Christmas mu- movie she has on Netflix, that's great and all well and good. But like she does not have a voice like that. High School Musical 3. And Who 2 and 1. The third one's the best. Oh, the third one is good. I would love to watch all those again. In a theater setting. You know who loves them? Who? Derek, my brother. Derek, does he listen to this? No. Annette, pass the headphone to Derek and tell him we're coming over and we're watching High School Musical. I kind of remember him putting it on and Grease 2. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> Who watches Grease 2? <laughs> That's it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez. Follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at Yo! Adrian J. Gomez. And like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at Let's Chat with Curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.